Hello, everyone. We are back here in on our series of the deep chit-chatting with Anne Chloe and Christine Dürschner. And um, today we're gonna have a guest, Clinton Callahan, um, memetic engineer, and he's a transformative alchemist. Maybe you're gonna introduce yourself properly afterwards when I'm handing over to you. And today we're gonna do a, um, an experiment. And usually it is kind of this um, women's space, two women talking about extraordinary relationship. And today we um, do this experiment of um, bringing in a man <laughs> into this space um, who will actually interview us so um, that we can a bit more relaxed into this experience-based answering. And um, yeah, this is what we're gonna do. And I'm gonna hand it over to Clinton and maybe you're gonna introduce yourself a bit more. Why, or what, what is this, what you do and also what you, why you are here. Hey, well, thank you for this rare opportunity. I have a lot of respect for the space that you have created already, kind of a safe space to dive deeper into and to push the edges of, of common knowledge and, and probably deepen the context of what's possible in terms of, well, relating in a culture that has a brighter future than the modern culture does today. I've been researching this culture. I call it, first I called it next culture, meaning the culture that would come after the matriarchy and the patriarchy have run their course. And after some years of research and experimentation, I've come to call it archiarchy. So there's matriarchy, patriarchy, and then comes archiarchy, which is the, the culture of adult initiated and archetypally initiated adult women, creative collaborating with archetypally initiated adult men. So it's this creative collaboration space, which, which this is here today, a creative collaboration space. And so I'm, I'm I'm here to share some of my questions with you that I've been working on myself and hopefully you can help me, help me move forward, help me go further. I think one of the scariest jobs that a man might have is to try to build bridges from modern culture to archiarchy for other men. And it's, it's part of my job to do that. And for a large part, we're still in the dark ages with that. The, the condition of the, of the male who is born into a capitalist patriarchal empire with no awareness that it is a capitalist patriarchal empire, but, but being brought into it, a, a, a boy child has this choice to make at birth. And it is either to join the patriarchy or die because there's no other option. I could try to become sexually confused about my gender. And that's some kind of option that's taken by a lot of people. Or, or yeah, so, so this, is a, this is a significant, and I'm, I'm, I, the, the first question I'd really like to ask you is, as women who, have discovered that modern culture has a, an edge. It has a limitation in terms of the experience of humanity, in particular in relationship, being a man, woman, in a human being, being a human being in relationship with other human beings, the modern capitalist patriarchal empire has these limitations. My understanding is you have discovered those limitations and are 
working with that. You're working with it in possibly many different ways. One way is you could be, like I said, building bridges to go over to a new culture, but at the same time, you need to know what that next culture is like. You have to have to some have to have some picture of where you're going to or how can you go there. And so this question I want to ask is a little bit complicated. It goes something like this. How can a woman or women who have discovered archiarchy, meaning next culture, and have started to explore archiarchy, which means that, that you've already realized that modern culture is patriarchy. So you've in some ways escaped the patriarchy. You're escaping the patriarchy. You're taking your power back, your clarity back, your authority back, your center back, your values back, your power to choose, to declare, to ask. You're taking your power back. You've, you've taken this back. And, and then you, you, you look behind you and you see men who are still stuck in the patriarchy. How can such women come, come back and to, without disempowering themselves, without disempowering yourself at all, how can you subvert the prison-like grip on the heart and the soul and the mind of a man from the patriarchy? How can you subvert that to the point that a man who has only known the patriarchy and doesn't even know he's in the patriarchy, how can he, how can you subvert that? How can you open the door and support the possibility of a man discovering he's in a patriarchy going through this huge breakdown, this huge fundamental back to zero liquid state breakdown and, and go into a start over phase of shifting his point of origin out of the patriarchy into archiarchy in a, in a sustainable way, in a way that he can hold it, in a way that he can stand in that, in archiarchy and discover, along with you maybe, but to discover what a man in archiarchy is, what the masculine in archiarchy is, and what relationship in archiarchy is what what work is, what a livelihood is, what a life is, what a path is, what transformation is, what evolution is, what what is life in archiarchy as as a man and also in relationship with a woman. How can you guys, how can you create that? How can you be secure enough in your archiarchal nature as women? as the feminine, as the goddess, as Gaia, come back and subvert the, the unconscious defense strategies of the masculine patriarch to the degree that you don't get lost, you don't go into war with the patriarchy, you subvert the patriarchy and make it possible for a man to be reborn in archiarchy. I have a lot, there's like a lot coming through when you ask this question. I mean, and one, one distinction that I would like to start with in terms of where I would be going with this is that I've heard that some women want to dedicate their life to initiate men. So they want, they want women to hold space to offer men to become adult. And I'm, I'm pretty wary about that because how can a woman who, who is on a path of her discovering her own adulthood as a woman can have any idea about what an initiated man can, could move into, can move into, could unfold into? And so I'm getting that your question is not oriented towards how can a woman initiate a man? And that, that's exactly. not the orientation of it. Not at but, all. Yeah. And it's this how can our anyway the way i hear it is how can i as a woman who has discovered the edge of patriarchy and inhabiting the goddess queen pirate 
you know, wizardress, sorceress, like feminine in me, like adult and archetypal feminine in me can relate to men so that, so that the, I can subvert the patriarchy from them. And I, I'm very much still in this, like in discovery. And I, I haven't found really, really great questions because when I started this question, I realized there was still a part of me that was that state that was from the patriarchy saying, I need a man. If I'm gonna go in next culture, then I need a man. And, and that thought, that belief, that thought where we're still coming from this patriarchy of, I, I can't be fully a woman without a man by my side. Mm. And however, I still, I'm seeing a, a potential, like a, an idea or something blossoming that in next culture, next culture will be complete or, I mean, I don't think it can ever be complete, but dancing or evolving when there's a balance of uh, like initiated men and women. That's a very different thing from, I need a man. It's very different. And so I, I'm just adding this distinction because I've discovered them along the way as I'm, as I'm asking this question. And I practically my experiment right now is both to not take men seriously in their in their attachment in the in their yeah attachment to the patriarchy and at the same time finding in them the thing that I can take seriously and to talk to that thing seriously and with presence and with attention but all the covers of patriarchy, which is, mm, anyway, the, I think the men that I've met the most in this work of evolution often have chosen this good boy, um, uh, try to not be a patriarch, trying to not be a patriarch and therefore being kind of a weak, nice boy that gets walked on by the evil feminine or the shadow feminine. And, and so that thing who's, I think it's a, it's a try, it's a, like a draft trying to interact with the feminine you know, from the men. It's a draft trying to interact with a woman without being a, an asshole patriarch, dominating, you know, violent, aggressive. And, and the flip side is this weak little boy, which is uninteresting for me as an adult woman. And so, and that's the thing that I'm trying to not take seriously. It's the thing that I'm really having my gremlin, my sword of like not getting hooked into the victim. Um, where then I become this mother. I become the mother who takes care of the little boy and weak. And that's and that and that relationship is patriarchal. That that relationship does not subvert the patriarchy. So it, for me, it's and and I also want to hear from Christina. And I I think there's more. But it's this, it's really walking on a razor's edge where there's a lot of trap to fall in. There's a many, many traps to fall in um, and hooks to get back into patriarchal relationship and, and a dance to stay on this, on this edge with, with the men where they are right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can totally relate to it, especially when you said like this dynamic between um, like the good boy, the good boy, the nice guy, the nice guy. I, I need to be the nice guy. I, I pleased my mom and especially the generation of um, uh, women ra um, raising their kids alone. Right. Like this, this generation, this, these guys are actually just softies all over and um, they just are mother pleasers and not to judge this, but to say, okay, um, this is where they are and, um, and not to judge them. First of all, this being not judgmental but have the clarity and say, okay, this is a symptom. Like when I, I start to feel like a mother, what I also do with my partner to see it as a symptom. And it's like, 
ah, ah, okay, this is what happens. And not to just already jump in and like, this is not okay, but to, to just be like, okay, this is what happens. I'm stepping out of this game. What do you need? What is the next step? What, how can I support you to, um, and how, how can I really cheerlead you into your masculinity? Because this is what they are all lacking. Like, especially these nice guys, like to, I would even say, hey, become an asshole. And when, when they start to become a baby asshole, kind of, they are still far away from a real asshole, you know, like, it's just like this, um, going in this direction and going for what they, um, what they want and say stop and like, and, and actually become their own authority and, and, um, mm, yeah get their balls back from mom that they they really own their authority back and their uh, their warrior um type or like the the energy the anger mm -hmm. etc and and to support them to go in this direction i think this is um mm, the best thing and not to to judge them that they have a box like we all have a box and we have have all the conditions and um to cheerlead them I don't think you're getting the seriousness of my question. Okay. Because there is no cheerleader that's going to get a man out of the patriarchy. No cheerleading will cause that to happen. I don't think you're getting the depth to which the identification of a male person born in a patriarchy is welded to that identity on penalty of death because there's, there's nothing else for a man in the patriarchy to fall into, there's just a void. So either you're in the patriarchy or you're nothing. And although the, I think the archetypal nature of the masculine is nothing, we're not initiated into that nothingness to take it as a, a, a challenging and, in, and in a pleasurable creative environment to, to fly in. We're instead terrified of that and also terrified of our own fear terrified of our own terror. And so I think, I think cheerleading is not any kind of an answer for you know, co being coaxed by some woman to try to get my balls back from my mother is some, I don't know, it's almost to me, it hits me like psychobabble. It's, it's just some, something, something, some fad. I don't think the depth of the condition that the men are stuck in right now has, has hit the fan in terms of the, the, the problematical nature of the entire masculine identity being, um, being subjugated by an insane you know, power over ownership, competitive, right, wrong, good, bad, uh, um, you know, life framework. I, like this entire framework needs to go into an acid bath. And I'm I'm, I'm asking how can the feminine, how can an initiated archiarchal woman be the acid bath to absolutely refuse to accept any patriarchal manifestation? It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like, please come into my living room. And the man has shit on his boots. He has boots on with grease and oil he's covered with and he's dragging all his toys and, he, and you're saying, all right, that can't come in the living room. And then it's like, yes, but I need all this stuff. I am, I need my bank account. I need my Mercedes Benz. I need my, I need my alcohol. I need my television. I need all this stuff, my computer. You, and there's, I think there's, I think the, the, the integrated, you know, this whole, system or program is so welded into the masculine from the patriarchy that it's, it, there needs to be some, like I said, an acid bath that dissolves every single thing until the only thing that can come into the living room is start over. It's, it's, a, it's a raw, uh, inquisitive, powerful, razor sharp, attentive, masculine, space holding force of gosh i didn't know that's what i am something like that how how can this happen 
So I want to say that there's, in, 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 I'm, this is a discovery, but there's a part of the goddess that, that has a sword that is, can, can, is completely clear about don't come into my living room with this, this, and this, and this, this in your mouth, you know, the, uh, these clothes, these shit. It's like, do not come. And, and, I, and I think this is one facet of the feminine. And I think there's another facet of the feminine that is longing, that has this deep longing to be seen, like to, be, to have attention, to have a presence and attention. Can on... I add a thing to this? Yes. I want to just add a thing to it, which is that longing, I think, is, part, is a weak point in that it allows for compromise. Only perhaps, you know, almost, you know, okay, maybe soon he will grow up, maybe he will change, maybe he will, maybe he will, you know, change habit, maybe he will be different. And then there's this compromise due to the longing. And I think there can be this filter, this osmotic filter, that the longing reduces reality to it is, it's going to be this way, or you're not going to, or there isn't going to work. It's, there's no compromise in between. Like, can the longing cause something so clear, like you said, with that sword? Can it be so clear that the healing happens, the transformation happens through this clarity, refusal to compromise, this refusal to compromise? Yeah. I mean, in a way, it's like, I think it's, it's maybe contrary to. The, our feminine nature into this this sharpness is probably contrary and and so i mm, for me then it's a sacrifice for the woman right now for the woman right now to do the sacrifice of of this of this nature of the the compromising nature of the feminine or the understanding nature of the feminine or all embracing nature of the feminine to in a way to sacrifice mm, to sacrifice that in or i don't really like the word sacrifice but to as a gift as a gift for the next generation you're saying the next generation you will be able to do that because of the work that happened right now of the women's that happen right now and women's before us. I mean, I know how much I'm standing on women before me who also have sacrificed and have made no compromise. And, and how, and how, and in a way on this path, how a, a part of that, this feminine longing was not fulfilled, like not, not completed and, and so I would ha also have this question about okay on this path how do women also feed that with each other and is that something that women can you know feed this longing with each other in a way I doubt it I think the the presence and attention of a man is very different from the presence and attention of another woman so, so to add to that I would just like to say I got this distinction from you when you were talking that it could be in the feminine perspective that the, the masculine can be healed, like the patriarch can be healed or the uninitiated man can be healed. And so there's this healing trying to happen. And the, the nature of healing has a, a, a certain energy to it. And I, what I'm saying is, I don't think maybe that's true. I think what needs to happen is transformation. There's a big difference between healing and transformation. The transformation is something entirely new. Healing is to bring it to something to repair it. I don't think it can be repaired. And I think that maybe you're right. Maybe the, maybe the feminine nature has this healing quality that isn't producing what's required to shift from the patriarchy to archiarchy for, in the men. I mean, Chris another approach to this whole thing could be 
the feminine using other men as catalytic transformational elements on the men, calling the men to do the work. It isn't for the women to do the work on the men. It's for but but the the lack of the 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 absolute refusal to compromise could come from saying do the work with the men, like get the men to do the work mm -hmm. on the men because they have this transformational causative like absolute kind of clarity sort of force that in a way might even sort of undermine or damage the feminine if they had to shift into being that kind of force for the men to shift from patriarchy to archiarchy. I don't know, but it could be something like that. You know, can you call men's groups together and say, do the work? Christina? Yeah, I'm actually not really sure, right? Like this, for, for me, one part is best practice and the other part is where are we in our evolution? What is really working? Where are the men? Um, and for me, there must be, there's so much healing necessary at the moment and not already like let's jump into the patri patriarchy, in, into the archaearchy and, and get the roots out of the patriarchy and move it into archaearchy. It's, yeah, this is, these are maybe then the, the first men are going there, but the mainstream is like they are, you know, like they are so far away and they, they, they need healing. People need, like the men need, first of all, uh, all healing. And we as women, we also need like um, this space of coming together. It's it's kind of this, um, what what you said, Anne-Chloe, there, there was so much sacrificing of women also. And even we are um, more empowered and we got our resources back. There's still this... Um, mm, this longing and and it's 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 not something i want to get rid of because this is also something which is driving me at the same time um as a as a as a woman it's um like i'm done with sacri uh, sacrificing it's like i i'm finding ways to 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 kind of it's not handling everything at the same time and the and it feels sometimes like this, like there are so many different levels I need to deal with to, to um, yeah, so, so, so it's, it, it's, I feel like I have the impression, Clinton, you have already an idea how it, it, it should happen, or um, you have a picture of like the be best practice. And I'm, I realize like, okay, I'm, I need to do it, <laughs> and I'm 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 um, trying my best, and I'm I'm um, I so often have no idea. Can you say what I... the it is. You huh? need to do. You need to do what you said. I need to do mm -hmm. it, but what is the it? The it is for me to hold space for this um, bridging into something new, like holding space not just for me, but also for our for the relationship on a certain way when when you as a woman um are more kind of evolved and you 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 are with a man together who is kind of um, starts to to um evolve into adulthood and this is what happens with a lot of women at the moment like they they are ahead so how can you be gentle and nice and not turn around and say, and, and uh, fall into this pattern of mom, boy, because this is what we are meeting daily. And it's like, okay. Um, and then to say, do your work, I'm supporting you. And this is what I meant with cheerleading. You know, it's not like I'm, <laughs> uh, mm, maybe it was the wrong wording for your, for, for your understanding of the word. It's, um, I'm, um, I'm holding space, I'm clear and say, this, this is how it works for me. And I need that, for example, I need that my, my partner is doing his work. If not, it's like, I'm, 
um, I would step out of the relationship. It's like we have clear um, agreements about what what our um, how our relationship space looks like. And when one of us is failing kind of the agreement, then we are um, re remember each other and re remind each other about what what is um, yeah what is missing. And um, and I don't want to be uh, um, like a military approaching woman. I, I still want to do this in a straight, clear, but feminine way. And I'm also, I have no idea how to do this, you know? It's like, I'm, I'm um, uh, yeah, I'm also training myself. And yeah, this is what comes at the moment. So I, like, I, I, I have not the answer. Um, but I don't want to lose my kindness. This is what, what I'm pretty sure. And I had the tendency to, to like, this is what man needs to do and boom, boom, boom. And um, this is cutting myself like the fe feminine part off of me, going straight, like how I was raised, like with my masculine part. Then I'm a man in a female body and <laughs> I'm done with this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In terms of kindness, is it kind to to um, give in? You know, is it kind to submit yourself to remnants of the of the patriarchy? Okay, so the, what I'm saying is the kindness would need to go two way two ways. Just as kind, you know, the kindness would be to yourself kindness would be to yourself as well as to your your partner's evolutionary efforts but what i'm saying is is i my i my question is 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 i i suspect that women who have been working on themselves since the feminist movement began 50 60 70 years ago so and are ahead of men in terms of being aware of what's possible in archiarchy and next culture. I suspect that due to the longing that there's this compromise that is unkind to the, that she does unkindnesses to herself. And so I'm, and I'm, and I'm asking for, you know, if there was a kind of clarity in the feminine that doesn't pretend to have the answers for how for a man to start over again and originate himself out of a creative collaboration culture between the masculine and feminine. And she doesn't know how a man can do that because he has a different makeup. He has a different set of constraints at the same time, refusing to participate in, in, compromise in being unkind to herself. And I think, you know, I think from here, the, co the conversation starts going to very specific details. So there's a, there's a whole disrespect of the feminine. There's a whole way that the masculine assumes that he possesses the feminine. And there's a whole way that women oftentimes play into being possessed and, and, by being possessed, then possess the possessor and then compete against each other for possessing a better possessor. And there's this whole, these, all this level of, of complicated um, tactics going on. And there's a, you know, from, from the research that I've been doing, I, I don't have a way, I do not have a set way. So I'm, I'm not sure where you got the idea that I had some kind of a set way where this works or something. What I have is I have some flashes of experience and vision of what's possible for men and women and relationship and family and community and 
work and play and exploration and transformation and education all in a, an archaearchal culture. And every day almost that mass, the body of that increases in me and in some of the, my friends, the people who are uh, kind of on this journey, we're on this journey together. And so my interest is in, in uh, having a conversation as you've asked from the masculine to the feminine, who's also on this journey to say, what, what can happen? What, what's, what are actual steps that can happen? What can men and women do who are watching us wrestle with this stuff? You know, what can they try in their own home with their own friends and partners to go further on this journey, like to really make, take steps on this journey? I, I wanna say one thing, especially for the women that this work is not to be, I think, considered, that would be my offer, to not be considered with every man that they would meet on the street. Because yeah. most men are truly patriarchal assholes who have no intention and vision or willingness to evolve. And it's about, it's me, 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 you're an object, you're, um, you're, you're at home taking care of the kids, whatever, the whole patriarchal concept. And to try to face into that, I think will destroy our soul or like our, our hope for a better future. And so to, to really also like be care for the the men that you're willing to I don't, I don't like the work like it's not work with but relate to in a way that will subvert their patriarchy and that it doesn't need to have so much effort with the the guy on the street the I don't know a, a boss or a colleague or or some or any any men because it, it can get really can take a sort of a burden it can like look like a burden and I actually think I mean and I can feel how this is a beginning of a conversation and I, I think other people might be having this conversation also and it's still considered as like a burden or like a sacrifice or like a pain for the men and the woman and this it's like the conversation is painful. It's just there's so much anger and fear and huge grief and sadness and 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 it's like okay, where's the seed of of ecstasy in there? Like where's the seed of um, joy of going on this journey together? And and in my experience is the more that I've reclaimed my own authority to my own patriarchy in me about my, my willingness to be possessed so then I would be cared for, or I would be, quote unquote, think I would be loved, or I would be um, uh, seen as having a man by her side, or uh, anyway, this kind of like, this possession, the, the money, I mean, we talked about it, I think last, last time was Christine, about sexuality, about money, about power game in a relationship, whether it's romantic or, or even a, any kind of relationship. Mm. And the more I can reclaim my own authority about my patriarchal behavior, then I just have a clear, simple, that doesn't really have to be loud, no. It's just no. And it doesn't even have to be verbally said, it's just not engaged even at an energetic level or an emotional level or this game level or power level. And it's just, no, and if it needs to be also put on the table saying, okay, you, you said this, uh, I mean, it can be you know, even in a way that in a conversation, a man, and I know also women do it, but a man says she to a woman that is in the space. And already that is a, is a sign of possession. It's a, she is something there in the space, but I don't have to, say her name or relate to her while I'm actually having an experience about her. And that can, that is to put that on the table. Hey, you know, why don't you connect? Why don't you actually look at this person that you're trying to have an experience with or communicate with or connect with? And, and those are very, I think 
I started noticing them as I'm taking back my own authority from the patriarchy inside of me. And that's also, I think what Christine, you were talking about, about those women's circle can also have this purpose of empowering each other to, to, to really step out of our own patriarchal games. And I, and I think that could be this way that I am sensing into right now where I'm not sacrificing my own longing and I'm not sacrificing my own acceptance or, or understanding or embrace embracement that is a facet of my femininity. And I still have a, it's a no, I'm not embracing everything. I'm not accepting everything. This is being adaptive. This is being, uh, adaptiveness is just a patriarchal behavior, but it's about, oh, I see what's happening and I'm, it's, it is not acceptable in my space. This behavior is just not acceptable in my space and, and really have to hold it all the way to the end. And that's probably something that I found women need to practice is we might have anger or no, but then are we gonna carry the consequences all the way to the end? Mm -hmm. Saying, if you keep going, you are out of this space, it's out. And you miss out on the the radiance, the 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 beauty, the the everythingness of the feminine. And if they don't, if the man doesn't get what he's losing, then then it's over. Basically, it's it's already over for him because if he doesn't feel the pain, there is no way that the woman can make him feel the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So maybe maybe this this um this way is for the feminine to be un um to banish the unkindness that we've been doing to ourselves, and in a way it has not not much to do with empowering the men like because i think from the question the way you asked the question clinton it could really be easy to fall into this oh, I need to support the men or how am I supporting the men? Or, and it's then it's like about, mm. I think the unconscious feminine can easily fall into this trap of, oh yeah, now that I'm more advanced, I should be, you know, I should be a, a good person and turn around and, and build a bridge for the men or whatever. And, and instead of having this, I will be, un, oh, I'm missing a word, like un, uncompromisingly kind to myself. Mm -hmm. Uncomprom uncompromisingly kind to myself and and whoever whether it's masculine or feminine who will try to destroy that will face the consequences of and yeah. if there if there was women who were being uncompromisingly kind to themselves in holding space for an archiarchal culture and then there's a man over here looking at that going, oh, I want that. And then, or I don't know what that is, but the message from the women is, is basically, don't be left behind playing in a stupid game world. Don't, don't be left behind playing in a stupid game world. And then, then it's up to the men to figure out what's the difference between what's happening in the, in the patriarchy and what's happening in archiarchy and how do I get there? But it, if it's, it's almost like, can the women be daring enough to go far enough into archiarchy that, that the men are left alone? And if the men, the men then want company or this completion you know, of, of the connection with the feminine, it's over there. How do I get there? Well, the only way is across this bridge. You're not going to get there as you are. You've got too many burdens, too many concepts, too many constructs about what relationship is and marriage and possession and money and finances. And all, you've got too much. This, all this stuff is too heavy. You step on the bridge like that, you fall right through. Start over. You just keep starting over like that, something like that. I mean, I, I just want to add, I think there's a... Uh, anyway, <laughs> and maybe coming from the feminist, I don't think it's so black and white. And in terms of 
I'm really convinced as this thing about like following through with the con consequences of any unkindness done to, you know, to ourselves basically. And then, and I think there's a way that when there's a little a door that opens for men, there's more attention and presence that can be there when, when they burn a part of the patriarchy when they burn a habit of the patriarchy. And as a woman, you know, what I'm sensing is, okay, well, then I want to be in, in connection with that man, even if he's not perfectly out of the patriarchy, to sense that what I am can be seen. And this is, a, and it would be ful fulfilling a part of this longing and to not fall into that, into an, an indulgence of it, you know, and then compromise, you know, that, that was the fear that you were talking about, Clinton. But I think it can, it, it is also this balance because then the man gets to, I mean, I don't know what it is, an experience of a man putting her, his attention on a goddess, but it seems to me that it's worth the work. And so that it's more, you know, this thing is if we, you know, keep daring moving over there and that the men are here, they will never be with us. And that is, that would be so depressing for men. I mean, if I was a man and, and a woman says, I'm going to always be over there and you're never going to be able to be with me. I'd be like, what am I, what the fuck am I doing this for? You know, I mean, this is, it's what I'm saying is, is depression would be like candy compared to what it really is for man to escape the patriarchy. There's nothing that doesn't have to die in a man to get out of the patriarchy, nothing. Every single thing has to die. And so if it's a mere depression, that's nothing. So I'm, what I'm saying is I don't think that the issue is being taken seriously enough about the, the price a man pays to, to get escape the patriarchy. It's so terrifying. It's the ultimate uh, insanity who would ever want to leave the patriarchy? Like, and so, and yet, and yet it's such a crippled uh, construct and it's an assassinating life on planet earth besides. So, so it can't, you know, it will not continue. It will take down the planet and die that way, or it will die of its own conscious evolution. But one way or another, it's over. And so the, I, it's, I'm not talking black and white, but I am talking back to zero and zero is a lot more than simple depression. It is utter insanity. It's utter, utter collapse of anything I believed in, I had faith in, I thought was true. All of that collapsed. And it's not going to be that there's a gentle woman on the other side, be kind to herself and kind to me, that's going to get me through that. It's going to be me. It's really, it's going to, it has to be me. Yes. And it's good to have company. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, wait, can I just say something? What, what you just said is so wonderful because oh it's so wonderful because, because what you're saying is you're willing to be in the process together. And I don't think men get that. I don't think men can, I don't think men get that women can ante up to be in that process with with us. And what you said is so kind and so inviting just then that yes, we could be in the process with you. Yes, yes. And and for me it would also not be like this we are running actually the women's are running since 60 years, right? Like <laughs> we are already playing this game since so long. So um, I'm up for another game, you know, like going back and going together over the bridge. Even if it is a bit slower, in, it feels a bit slower. And at the same time, I'm gaining. I'm gaining so much. Even mm, I'm walking slower. And it's okay. At the same time, we need to go faster. <laughs> and it's this inner struggle okay and and to hold this tension and to hold it graciously um not knowing if like you say we we are falling apart patriarchy will fall apart and will we make it i we don't know 
we don't know yet and but i committed to to, to hold the space for this for this transit and but in relationship with a partner and yeah and for me it's also like this this really um this little mm, what can i say this little gestures of um i'm holding space for for myself and i i embrace my vulnerability and um i share this even it scares the shit out of me and i'm i'm meeting um the vulnerable parts of my partner by being vulnerable and dying first. I think this is what I'm, I'm practicing a lot um, to open the door that a man can um, even approach his own deeper spaces and, and vulnerability um, spaces and go in this field together. Yeah. And this is, I, I think this, every woman outside there can, can really practice this with a partner to, to die first and to, to share their inner fears, especially the fears <laughs> and why the fear, <laughs> not just that they are fears. Yeah. yeah. To me, that's the biggest message that you could, could say is that you're willing to go the journey along with. And to accompany and to, to not belittle or even, you know, that's what the cheerleading thing is. The cheerleaders separate, you know, and accompaniment is something different. Accompaniment is completely, it's, it's impossible for a, a patriarchal man to even begin to consider what a, that gift. But that's possible. And if that message could go out, whoa, that's a big, that's a big, opening. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, and sometimes for, for me, it's so, sorry. Go ahead. It's, I'm also thankful and grateful that you um, feedback back or like mirror back that it's so important because for me, this is so logic. <laughs> it's so normal. This is, mm, why not like why not so the thing is you know what i mean it's like yeah and, because and me it's yeah good. but get it hear this <clears throat> because then i can share it more openly because this when, when this is a huge key then um, yeah for me this i take it for granted we try normal try to think of like we've been doing some research about the slave owners you know and the and in the same way, it's the same thing between the masculine and the feminine is that to the patriarchal man, a woman is a slave. She's a possession. And, and to have, and to, for that relationship to change is so fundamentally uh, disturbing for the patriarch. And for, to, for the self-empowerment to be able to say, I will accompany you in that journey of your um, subverting yourself of the of this completely imbalanced two worlds master slave there's no compromise in that there's nothing that you are i am superior you are inferior i'm the master you're the slave this is this basics of patriarchy mm. and for 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 that's what i'm saying is it, it is not conceivable it is absolutely inconceivable and that's why the message is so powerful that if that could come out as as from the other shore but at the same time there's accompaniment. There's, we'll go along with you. You know, the, to join you on the on that adventure. That's that's a huge uh, kind of embracing, embracing the possibility of something else. I mean, I, and I just want to echo. I anyway. I also, I think I still don't get it as a woman, the path that men have to take. And probably I will never get it. And, and that's why it's so important. I think this, what you brought Clinton about saying, the men have to do the work together because they get it or part of them get it or some of them get it and can bring a light or 
be this like be this sword or this you know burning every everything like to burn everything and and I feel glad that I have this clarity that okay I don't get it and I don't need to get it I might never get it and I can be on this way I can have a I can have a, a clarity about that there is something that I'm not getting but I can still be with it mm-hmm. in yeah mm-hmm. accompanying something that I, I don't mm-hmm. get but I can be with and yeah I, I think the main message from my side is this is not a healing this is mm-hmm. not a healing process this is an utter radical transformation process and and if you just get that part of it then you can accompany it more effectively mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do you think it's um, but am i get it right because i'm, I'm really also interested for me to to reach that level, to step out of patriarchy, you need to first heal or like heal a certain part. Because I think- um, For a man? Yes. No. Like how? It cannot be healed. It's built into the system. The disease yeah, yeah, is This the part system. cannot be healed. I'm totally with you. But first there needs to be healing happening and initiation that this part to step out of the patriarchy can happen. I don't think that's true. What needs to happen is this construct that a man identifies with unconsciously as what a man is. There's my father, there's my grandfather, there's the government, there's the authority, the, you know, the hierarchy. This is all this masculine competitive, the corporation, that's the man, that thing, has to completely collapse back to zero for, for the next thing to emerge. So no healing can happen until the zero point. At the zero point, then healing happens. Healing is part of archaearchy. Healing is part of the transformation in archaearchy. But, but, but that collapse back to zero, there's no healing involved. That's subversion. That's, it's, It's a completely false construct. It's an immature, it's like adolescence. Adolescence cannot be healed. It has to be, it will not give way. This is what uh, 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 Jenkins, Jenkins, yeah. Says it it will not give way. Why does it have to be undermined? Because it will not give way. It cannot be healed. And so, and then when it's back to that zero point, then there's this whole, whole other things that can happen and for a man who who can't who for whom fear is not okay the absolute utter groundless terror of going back to that zero point is completely inconceivable it's just in not even imaginable but that's what has to happen to go out out of the patriarchy through the eye of the needle basically mm-hmm. and then healing happens then then a whole healing world can happen. I, I, I want to add, kind of following also what I was saying before is probably a, a lot of women would also need to give away the control of what a man will unfold into. And that's this thing of like not getting it, but also that means also giving up the control of how a man should change or, or be around them. And we've, we've so, I think as a, you know, in a way as a slave in a patriarchy, one of us deep survival in the, in the feminine is this control. Because if we can control, then we can somehow be safer or be more protected or we can manage, uh, you know, tempers or, or expectations or, and so this control is really deep in the feminine, but that we need to give way for, in a, in a relationship for the men to be able to, to start from zero and then whatever happens after that. And, and along those lines, exactly parallel is that a man in the patriarchy does not get to be himself. It is the absolute sacrifice. He has to be a patriarch. Yes. He cannot be himself. And when he goes back to the zero point, there's this fabulous menu of possibilities of who he is. You know, is he a game world builder? Is he 
a, a guardian? Is he an evolutionary? You know, is he a village weaver? What, who is he? What is his archetypal lineage? What are his bright principles? What's his potential? What's his service? What does this pearl unfold to? Like there's this entire possibilities that's supported in the our archiarchy that he has no concept of in patriarchy because he never had a chance to be himself at all, at all. And here's this God, I get to be myself. What and and you know, there's this thing about um, it's this kind of this almost a joke about how um, like men men don't pretend to know what women are. You know, women think they know what a man is supposed to be, or women think they know what a man is, but men don't know what women are either, but we don't pretend to know. So it's like a woman has to get off pretending, or at least thinking she knows what a man is supposed to be. I mean, there's this whole other world of masculine feminine relationship and possibilities out there in archaearchy that's, that's built into us when we can grow up out of the matriarchy and patriarchy contexts and into the archaearchal context of radical responsibility. This is a lot. Thank you for answering my question. And I will hand the space holding back to you if that's okay now. Yes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, and we're coming to an end of this fourth series or fourth episode of the series of deep chit chatting. And um, it was a pleasure and honor to talk to you. And thank you for these very deep questions and um, and it's it's also what, what I really like is the, these questions are bubbling in a in a pot and they are not really answerable and like this is the answer but they are cooking and bubbling and thank you for steering together the pot sitting around thank the you, fire. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Christina. Thank, thank you. you, Chloe. Thank you, Clinton, also for your vehemence. Vehemence. I don't know if that's a pr correct pronunciation in English, but I'm like not, not getting off it, not jumping out of the hot boiling pot mm. and, and also keeping us in there. Yes. Thank you. And, and Chloe, we see us soon. Yes. <laughs> and Clinton, thank you okay. for, for your support. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.